Welcome to Spooky Time with The Scariest Things Podcast. This is episode number 23, and you have got most of us. This is Mike Campbell, my cat <laughs> right there. Uh, I'm joined in Portland by... Eric Lee, no cats. And in Washington, D.C. Robert Zildauer, also no cats. No cats. Uh, Liz Williams is off gallivanting through Europe and seeing the scariest things she can find there the last time. Liz went to Europe. She went to uh, Dario Argento's uh, place of business, Profondo Rosso, in Rome. And I know uh, we benefited greatly from Liz's visit, and I'm hopeful for more uh, treats and scary things to come from Europe to us. Um, With that said, I'm going to kick it off with a Super duper fast round robin for this week of all sorts. Oh, of I love news. round robins. I, <laughs> I know we're I know we're like sliding right into the Halloween season, and this is it. It's it's a little colder. The leaves are starting to turn, and so guess what? There is a ton of horror movie news, but I will be fast. Uh, first, Eric and I are uh, tomorrow night. We're gonna go. Go see the Nun Two, right? Because it's September eighth. Sure. Nun Two comes out. Yeah. Guess guess how much guess how much money the uh, Conjuring universe has generated so far in its existence. I can't remember how many Conjuring films it, there are. It's got to be over a billion dollars in total. One billion. Yeah. Robert, any guesses? Oh, you, it's like multiple billion. One point five. Two billion dollars. Okay. Oh, I watched. Uh, so I watched the trailer. It does look a lot better than the first nun. Yeah, it legitimately looks a lot better. There are tons of jump scares, so we'll see what it yields. Yeah. Number two, uh, Eli Roth just dropped the poster and the trailer for Thanksgiving, which oh, yeah, is, I saw that. is which is a, a callback to the 2007 faux. Uh, Grindhouse trailer that he did for Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino's film aptly named Grindhouse. Yeah. Uh, the trailer is decidedly different uh, than the 2007 trailer. Uh, the poster is also decidedly different than the 2007 poster, uh, which had a super duper Grindhouse flair. So, eh, We'll see. So now with this, uh, the poster uh, was cool though. It was a good poster. It was a good yeah, poster. And had a it pretty, is good. Yeah, I, I prefer have... the original, but you know, I, I'll take whatever I can get out of Eli so Roth. So will, will this mean that all of the Grindhouse movies? Because I know Death Proof became a full fledged movie, right? Uh, Werewolf and, and Women of the, from... of the SS. Okay, well, <laughs> that one was that one was pretty much. Ilsa, right? Or there was the there was a throwback to Ilsa, She Wolf of the SS. It was Ilsa with with werewolves. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so better. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so they, better. but did but did did uh, like Planet Terror? That's the other one that, that was part yeah, of yeah. that. So that mm, yeah yeah. So, anyways, yeah that that is an amazing gift that keeps on giving. Uh, we'll Thanksgiving. See. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. We'll what see. now? What there's Thanks, a, it, Thanksgiving. If November I recall, seventeenth is it, when it comes out. It had a pretty good okay. tagline on the poster, but I, I'm not I'm not uh, remembering what. It was like. There uh, won't this, be any leftovers. Or yeah, something? yeah, this like that. year there will be no leftovers. <laughs> I like it. I hope Which, it's cannibals. Then, yeah, we'll see. That it is the it is the tagline that they used for the previous one as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Children of the Corn reboot. Oh no, uh, the eleventh reboot finally, finally, <laughs> oh finally God. just got re released. Finally, it actually was re released a couple months ago. It just popped up on Shutter. 
I gave a review of it. You can read my review on oh, yeah, the that's right. Scariest Things website, scariestthings.com, one T. Uh, the big takeaway there is why? Yeah. What yeah. was your what was your star yeah. rating on that? Yeah, uh, I give it two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. So, Which is probably the cor- a, that's the conjuring. The conjuring. We really should be doing the conjuring. Uh, but I think is, that's par think, for the course for uh, Children of the Corn is two and a half, with your first yeah. one maybe being three and a half. Yeah. Spo- spoiler alert: There is a corn monster in this one. So. <laughs> All right. Is there a corn maze? Yeah. A corn? No, no corn maze. Just a right, corn bummer. monster. How can you have a corn uh, monster? Next up, a corn uh, maze? the new Exorcist trailer. The second Exorcist trailer for the Exorcist is coming, or it was just dropped. I think today or maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Looks really good. A lot better than the first trailer. The first trailer is. Oh really? Like, okay. Eh. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I thought was interesting about that was that they moved up the date a week, which I would have thought they would have said planted the the flag mm-hmm. firmly on Friday the 13th, October 13th. Oh, but yeah. they, no. because goddamn Taylor Swift is putting her movie out, <laughs> oh. they, wanted, they wanted butts in the seats. And so they moved it up a week to yeah, try to the, beat Taylor that Swift sense, to the though. punch. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that's the kind of a thing you can get. You're going to get barbied at that point. You don't want to crowd one. Exactly. That, I know. I think that's like, what's going to happen. Last Voyage of the Demeter, poor, poor movie. So, did your estimation got... of the new Exorcist one go up for this new trailer? Went up a little. Okay. Okay. Went up a little. Okay. Well, yeah. Little. I'll take a little. I'll take a little. Yeah, well, here's uh, the other thing like, about uh, the, so the Exorcist, the the new Exorcist reboot. I yeah. think is the the word is trickling out to the normie population. I've been hearing like my colleagues and some other friends who aren't ordinarily horror fans are asking about The Exorcist. So right. it it has the chance just by reputation to get out of the gate okay. Um, yeah, because it's still it's still a famous movie, even if because they called it The Exorcist. Yes, <laughs> unlike uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, or, or Renfield. Renfield. Yeah. Like, they didn't call it like Reagan Two or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good segue, Robert. Uh, because the last thing I was going to mention is uh, Mick Mick Garris just uh, released a posthumous uh, interview that he had done with William Friedkin, honoring mm-hmm. William Friedkin in his passing, and he has two interviews in his post-mortem podcast with William Friedkin. One is from 1979. It had never been heard before. The other was from the 1990s. Both are really fascinating. The hot take about William Friedkin is he is a prickly, uh, very prickly uh, individual who does not take kindly to really any question at all. But my favorite line in the entire uh, interview was that William Friedkin, of course, hates, hates, had never seen, but hates The Exorcist 2, The Heretic. <laughs> Should. And he kept yeah. referring to it as The Harry Tick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, he has, um, you know, the, we don't have a whole lot of those massive ego uh, auteur directors out there anymore. No. A lot of the auteur directors are. Nice Spaniards, you know, like right. or <laughs> right. someone like Denis Villeneuve, or you know, right. or you get Guillermo del Toro. You know, it's like a Mexican, not, you know, the yeah. happy, the happy warrior. You don't get the, right. you don't get the arrogant, uh, 
you know the the Stanley Kubricks or uh, no, uh-uh. you know, but uh, you know one of the, a movie. And I that felt it, I felt bad for Mick Garris too because he is such a nice guy, yes, and I could is. tell he was trying to treat him with kid gloves. But goddamn, every question he asked William Friedkin, <laughs> it was just like Do you want to shut him down or being a contrarian for contrarian's sake. Wow. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, I do encourage folks to listen to it because it's really interesting, it's, and it will get it will give you some interesting insights into. Of the Exorcist coming so that, on October sixth. <laughs> so is that that's on uh, Mick's podcast then? Yep, uh, uh, Mick Garris post mortem. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good listen. He he always it is a good. Listen. He has. I mean, this is where him creating the masters of horror pays off. Mm. He he has. He can he can get anybody to talk to him, and plus he's such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah personal right. experience. Speak, nice guy. Speaking of talking, keep talking. You. Me. Aaron. Okay. Well, um, so uh, other movies coming out. Uh, I just posted a link to the Scariest Things website for Godzilla Minus One. Yeah. Which, mm, yeah. which looks legit. It looks, yep. it is, It the, the movie is a, uh, it's a reboot back to the 1954 Gojira. Um, right. But using modern, you know, effects uh, technology. But it's he's back to being the um, the radioactive menace, um, and it's and it's it's Japan on its knees. I think it's it's actually a fascinating political take on you know a reconstruction Japan, and I'll be interested to see if how much the Americans play into it because this was of course a time when the American army was occupying Japan post war. So right. What's you know, say, who's gonna save Japan from Godzilla? Uh, I think. What, what did you think of the uh, what was it? 2011 Godzilla. Oh, the 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 the, 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 um, the American the first, the first of the reboots. Yeah, I thought it was good. The first of the. Yeah. I, I really I, I I think that they brought the majesty of Godzilla back, and that yeah. and that mm-hmm. that that, that uh, he was agreed. he was yeah, a, a sure. demigod on Earth. You know, I think that that I I, I respect what what Godzilla has turned into from the, um, uh, the Warner brothers productions. But it, it, I think that the human element of those movies is always the weakest bit. Um, I think of the three movies that he's been in, you know, uh, King of King of the monsters and, and Kong versus Godzilla. I think that the best human component was in the Gareth Edwards, uh, 2011, Version. I thought yeah. it was. I thought it was solid. Agreed. Um, Agreed. It, it I was, thought the Millie Bobby Brown was like. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well, and then it was like some Pat, bat- teenager. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. you know, but they took the notes from the audience who said we want more monster, and they, you know, the other movies have given you a lot more monster, but I think and we want to cash in on scariest stranger things. Stranger uh, things. Stranger yeah. things. Yeah. Right. Or they can you cash in on the scariest things too. Yeah. Cash it. Yeah. By, by all means, cash in on this. Cash in on us. I'm, I'm up for that. But yeah. that's. <laughs> that is due for a Japan release on November the third, and a December yep. release, uh, uh, December one for the U.S. Uh, my nice. fr- my friend uh, Gretchen, who is part of, was formerly of the Kaiju Cast, is beside herself giddy about this, and so we're gonna go catch that. Mike, if you want to come with us to catch yeah. uh, Godzilla minus one, that's that's on tap. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, um, and 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 partly this is kind of my shame for we didn't actually talk about these things during our thingy awards, but short films. Um, oh yeah. So I'm going to mm. do quickly go through, uh, the best, uh, I have a top 10 best short films of 2023 so far. Um, so it queer screams, which, uh, was playing up here in Portland at the Clinton street theater. 
there was a movie called The Jessica Cabin, directed by Daniel Montgomery. Uh, it's a romantic getaway uh, to a secluded cabin, and it turns sour, leaving a lovesick young man on his own after oh. his boyfriend ditched him. Except for he's not alone, because he's being watched by two lonely spirits who will do whatever it takes to make him stay. So it's kind of a long format short, which is kind of an oxymoron. It's about an hour long. Uh, oh, but it's okay. a it but it's really good. It's a study of series. Not a short film. Yeah. It's a it is. It's kind of like a half half feature. Um yeah. but it was I, I thought a really nice take that the this beautiful, ambiguous ending about uh generations of ghosts who remain haunting and, and people getting lonely and trying to find solitude and fun, instead finding unfortunate ways to die in this cabin. Um so that was okay. really that was pretty impressive. Uh, also at uh Queer Screams was something called the Seance. Uh, directed by J- uh, Jensen Rule Tierra, uh, following the death of his husband in a freak accident, skeptical Alex is convinced by his friend Jason to visit a mysterious psychic medium, Madame Sh- Sharma. Madame Sharma conducts a seance and con- conjures up the spirit of the dead husband, who's an asshole, and and apparently he dumps a lot of baggage. It's really funny. Um, okay. Cabin in the Woods. Just I was so I uh, for those of you who have not gone to our website and seen all of the the photo bomb drop that I. I unloaded there with all of the the actually I had so much fun with the photo shoot uh, there, but really actually truly the highlight was the short films. Um, mm-hmm. they, for a first year first time outing, Crystal got it right. She got a lot of really good short films. Uh, nice, best good. one. I you know I, I've got three of them that I would call five star films. One's called Mind Heist. It's from Spain, directed by Daniel Pardo where uh, a criminal breaks into a woman's home, renders, renders the woman unconscious, and he proceeds to manipulate her memories, but then he finds himself in her memories and uh, some uncomfortable truths and, and has a brutal gut punch of an ending. Looks gorgeous. Um, the big, the best one, best film, short film I've seen of the year, and it actually played, I don't know, Mike, if you went to the 2022 um, Portland Horror Film Festival. I missed it. I was up in... I was uh, I was somewhere else, but there was a no way, movie was called in, uh, called In the Shadow of God, which was the, uh-huh. the, the the grand champion at Portland Horror Film Festival, and it showed at this one. Um, this one's legit scary. Uh, yep, directed yep. by Brian Shapanchik. Um a, a woman uh, packs up her childhood home following the passing of her father, and she can, uh, she comes to learn that there is a more sinister threat than, uh, behind his death, long buried in the grounds of the family home. Not you know it's like it's a kind of a it's a generic kind of a um, a theme, but it's right. authentically scary. It it it's punching way above its weight, and it it is like some of the best editing in feature or short films you'll run into. It's really really good. I'm hoping that oh. I can find this one. I I, I want to make this part of our library of short films if I can find it. It's a Canadian film, brutal 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 movie, um, and it's cool. Um, one for Mike six six five, which uh, not surprisingly is one shy of six six six. Neighbor of the Beast. The neighbor of the Beast. The neighbor exactly, of the Beast. Yes. <laughs> uh, directed by Juan Juan de Dios Gardino, uh, Garduno, something Garduno, something like that. Anyways, uh, there's a woman who's given birth to six hundred and sixty five children in rapid succession, and there's a preach out there to dispatch every single one of them. Oh no! And baby six 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 is due. It doesn't, <laughs> and it's and, and it's it's this it's this baby butchering priest versus the devil. It is brutal and gory. Um, uh. 
there's one that's called Survivors, spelled with Survive E-R-S, from France. And this one is real. It's a really short film, seven minutes. And it says, uh, natural selection says that, the, that only, uh, the, only those who adapt will survive. What if humans have become stupid? And then there are three scientists <laughs> who are the apparently only survivors of a viral outbreak that will cause your head to explode. And only they have, they're all wearing these, like, these motorcycle helmets with oxygen being pumped into them. And those, that's the only thing that have kept them alive. And they get kind of tired and fidgety, and they didn't do their calculations right. And they, they're all trying to figure out when to take their helmets off. Um, <laughs> they're bad at math. Well, and what was that one called? It's called Survivors. It's a Survivors, French, French right. movie. Yeah, yeah. That's another yeah, one that I'd love to post on our site because it's short and it's really funny and gross. Okay. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, from the Portland Horror Film Festival, I have to bring out uh, our friend Chris McEnroy, who did one called We Forgot About the Zombies. Uh, so he's he's coming out with one every year, and it's these two guys who it's like uh, two dudes think they have found the cure for zombie bites, uh, and uh, they keep on trying all these various things, and you know a- after all is said and done, they actually forgot about the zombies. Uh, so it's it's fantastically <laughs> funny, and if you know anything about Chris McEnroy stuff, he did uh, death metal, and he did yep. we summoned a demon, and he did uh, guts. So. All of these really super gory, super. These are the kinds of bring down the house short films that make that that are the highlight of a lot of film festivals. No, uh, that was certainly the case at uh, this year's Portland Horror Film Festival. Of uh, the weirdest Do any movies, play on altar. Uh, I've been searching. I'm I, oh, okay. some of these because a lot of these are just are fairly recent releases. There's a couple, right? Um, but that's where to look for them, and I'm, I'm I will okay. be we'll be hunting for these. The weirdest thing I saw was The Internet Remains Undefeated, directed by Robbie Gibbon. Six minutes of the disturbance of a noisy neighbor leads to the discovery of a haunted boombox and terrifyingly possessed dancer in this tale of internet memes gone gone wrong. It is the weirdest short film I've seen in a while. And it's truly unsettling as this guy's doing this dancing around and he's got this head that swaps out. And it's just, (laughs) it's... It is like mind-bendingly freaky and just unsettling. It's really, really weird, um, and and yet you can sort of follow it, and you end up laughing, and then you go, "Ooh, that's really gross or creep." It's not really like gory. It's just weird and right, right. And then and then lastly, evil fucking clowns, <laughs> which was yeah, this was a Portland horror. Portland horror, yeah, uh, directed yeah, yeah. by Chris a Chris A. Bolton after he's fired from his job as a fast food mascot, a.k.a. Ronald McDonald, actually performed by a guy who used to be a Ronald McDonald right. uh, live, like a kid's performer coming to McDonald's and entertain the kids. They, they stopped because kids are now afraid of Ronald McDonald, so he he got he lost his job. Um, <laughs> Out of work. As well yeah, they should right. be. But, Out of work. But so he's he's a... A professional clown, out unemployed, and he discovers he may be the only person who can save the innocent people of the world from an other-dimensional evil clown outbreak. That one is available on YouTube, and you can so you can catch that. Uh, so that you know that one. When I watched clowns. that one, I kept thinking, "Yeah, uh, exactly, Robert." I kept thinking oh, okay. you could turn this into a feature length super easy it actually had the storyline that you could go because a lot of these you go okay this is this is it there's no more than this seven minutes that one i thought yeah you could probably turn uh evil clowns into a full 
feature length film without too much difficulty because the whole backstory of him getting fired <laughs> as yeah. a clown is pretty funny and I could easily see that being stretched out for a half hour. Yeah, you know, the, 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 the him trying to entertain the kids and then all screaming and it's like just... Great casting, great yeah. casting. <laughs> yeah. So anyways... Amazing it, casting. It's been a good year for sh- horror shorts and I've uh, watched a lot. I mean, I had... Yeah. I think I watched 50 for Cabin in the Woods. Uh, there are... You were judging, right? I was judging. Yeah. So I, yeah. I actually had to. Ha- I had Eric's to. Always judging. I'm always judging. That's true. Judging. He's very judging. Like, I'm a Libra. You know, yeah. it's what we do. <laughs> judging. So. All right, Robert. What do you got for us this week? This week, well, I have a little story. Once upon a time, there was a man named Miko Hughes. <laughs> Never heard of Miko. Miko Hughes in 1989, he was. Gage Creed in the oh, first Pet oh, Cemetery. Oh yeah. Mike's, in 1994, yeah. he was Dylan in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Right. Okay. I, this, I think I know in where this is going. 2023. Yeah. He came back to reprise his role as Dylan in Dylan's New Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. All right. As a fan film on YouTube. Uh, it was written and directed by Cecil Laird. Uh, it's about a half an hour long, and uh, Miko, I think, is the only returning actor from the series. Right. Um, and it's uh, it's got a good Freddy. They got a good. They got a guy that played a good Freddy, and mm-hmm. it it's. I'm kind of hoping that they get some money to to continue it because it does mm-hmm. very much end on a cliffhanger. It's it's like it's like a third of a movie. It's mm-hmm. like half okay. an hour long, so. So don't expect it to like wrap anything up, but uh, yeah, it was, it's it's an impressive uh, outing, and it's free, so you can just go on there YouTube you go. and watch the whole thing. So okay. how did okay. did they do? You know, the outlandish Nightmare on Elm Street uh, uh, facts. There's usually one big in each in each Freddy Krueger uh, showing. There's something usually spectacular. Do they? They pull off any kind of dramatic, gorf, gory. I wouldn't say that it was dramatic. No, it, but it was all practical effects. Yeah, which was, I mean, cost effective. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, some people did die. Freddie did take out a couple of people, and they they brought back a lot of little um, homages to the to the especially to Wes Craven's New Nightmare, mm-hmm. uh, and the '94 uh, film, but. Uh, I'm hoping that maybe that it was an Indiegogo f- uh, funded uh, movie. So I'm hoping that yeah. they go that route again and can maybe make some more money. It, it was done in kind of a, a cooperation with the Wompstomp film guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. That did the, the Never Hike Alone. It makes the, total yeah. sense that, that, that right, they yeah, do yeah, these, these 80s yeah. homages. Yeah, they'll do they'll watch See, them do I, Halloween next. Where I thought you were going was, uh, I know uh, later this month, I think Popcorn Frights is ha- has a whole second batch of films, and they are releasing. Uh, in fact, I think it's going to have the premiere at Popcorn Frights, which is the it's the prequel to Pet Cemetery yeah. featuring Judd Crandall, the neighbor, yep. uh, in the first film played by Herman Munster. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that one looks actually yeah. pretty interesting. But that's where I thought as yeah. soon as you said Gage, I was like, I know where Robert's going. No, He's gonna be- well, <laughs> yeah, and, and actually that's a nice plug, actually, Mike, because uh, the 
The Popcorn Frights Wild Weekend is October 4th to the 8th. It's uh, in yep. theaters only. So for those of you in the southeastern corner of the U.S. Uh, and uh, my new my new friend Shasha from uh, uh, Cabin in the Woods, she's a an Orlando resident. And I was like, you've yeah. got to go check out Popcorn Frights. It's like just, so she can just yeah, that's, a, that's like a two-hour drive from Orlando. It should be, uh, exactly. unless there's a hurricane. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. that's yeah. That, they've got some really good stuff coming up. There's the um, great stuff. The Mike Flanagan right, uh, Fall, Fall of the House of Usher this weekend. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what that's. So we uh, we've got a post the press release. We've got that posted on our site. Uh, yep. So yeah, check that out. Um, one last thing that I'm uh, you know a little bit of an advertising plug here, but our friends at Atmos FX have uh, reached out to us and said. Um, they're, they've got a next gen projector now available. So they, so, uh, the time, if you're going to be doing a Halloween decorating, there is nothing that will show off how good you are at doing Halloween decorations than an Atmos FX projector. I've got three of them. <laughs> and, so, and so I've got, so I light up my pumpkins, I light up my upstairs window, and I light up my downstairs windows with back maskings. I got dancing skeletons and, and, and stalking serial killers and werewolves. You get a projector. You get a projector. It is. You get a projector. So go get a projector. Yeah, because this is one of those things where it's like it, Halloween's become like Christmas, where it's become a showdown in some neighborhoods to outdo. Your neighbors and uh, you get yourself an Atmos Effects uh, projector, you win. So you win. Yeah. So go check. Yeah. We have there's a link from our site, uh, and yep. you know if you do that uh, and you use use our link, it will help us out. We would appreciate it a lot. Um, so get like five projectors. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. Yeah, or just get three, like Eric. Three's three. Three is plenty. Uh, I'm gonna take us out of here with uh, uh, the tagline from the Nun Two. The greatest evil in the Conjuring universe. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe. We'll see. We'll, see. we'll get back to you on that. 